Welcome to the Not All Better Smithsonian Associates Series. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 420. Our guest today is Emmy-nominated television host, writer, and producer Darlie Newman. Darlie Newman answers our questions about her upcoming Smithsonian Associates program entitled Travels with Darlie Exploring Qatar. We'll have more details on our website about her upcoming Smithsonian Associates presentation, but Darlie Newman will share with us insider tips on Qatar, which she curated while filming her popular PBS series, Travels with Darlie. Darlie Newman explores topics from the tradition of falconry to adventures in the desert to Qatari cuisine. Darlie met locals of all walks of life who shared stories about Qatar's history and present-day culture, including female entrepreneurs, soccer enthusiasts, museum curators, the cosmopolitan capital of Doha, as well as off-the-beaten-path experiences amid the beauty and culture of the Middle Eastern nation of Qatar. Check out our sneak preview of her episode devoted to Qatar. So yalla yalla is let's go? Let's go, yeah. We're exploring the culture of Qatar in the Middle East, including local food, architecture, sports, traditions, and adventure. And is that marble on the walls? Yes. These horses are not roughing it. (laughs) From horseback riding to falconry, it depends on the type of the falcon itself and the usage of this falcon. The price might go up to one million Qatari riyal. Okay, I'm going to have to save up for that falcon. She was a pioneer of her time, and so she is the first Qatari lady to enter the souk with all these men. I think the artifacts that we have says a lot about not just Qatar, but this part of the world, and I think it makes people proud to be in Qatari. To soccer and dune bashing. We are carrying a very heavy responsibility, you know, showcasing the, the beauty of our culture. The world is waiting on Travels with Darley in Qatar. That was an excerpt from the new Travels with Darley show. And the host of the show, Darley Newman, is our guest today. So please join me via internet phone in welcoming to the Not Old Better show, Darley Newman. Darlie Newman, welcome to the program. Thanks, Paul. Happy to be here. Happy to be talking to you, too. Happy New Year, of course. Your presentation with Smithsonian Associates is coming up here in the new year in 2020. And I wonder if you'd tell us briefly about your upcoming Smithsonian Associates presentation. Yeah, so this will be, um, I've done multiple presentations with Smithsonian Associates, um, focused on France, focused on Tokyo, Hong Kong, and Macau. And I'm excited to now focus on a Middle Eastern destination and uh, do a presentation on Qatar. And, and in Qatar, they it's pronounced a little differently, Qatar, but in the U.S., a lot of people know it as Qatar. And it's mm-hmm. a small Middle Eastern country, uh, you know, maybe akin or a little smaller than the state of Connecticut, but there's such a rich history and culture. So I'll be revealing that as well as a lot of the culinary delights on January 30th at 6.45 p.m. At, with Smithsonian Associates at the Ripley Center. And I'm excited because I always show a brand new episode that people, no one's seen. Like only mm-hmm. people that work with me have seen this episode. <laughs> so it's kind of fun because it's a good chance for me to also, you know, see how the audience reacts and see if, if they agreed to what I think was funny or interesting. Um, and it's, it's just an exciting way to kick off 2020 as well. It is. It certainly is. And I, and I want to thank you right up front uh, for your generosity in allowing us to play a portion of the audio from your uh, upcoming episode. I think that's going to be exciting for everybody to hear. I appreciate the um, the distinction there in the pronunciation because I, I honestly – I had to look this up online between uh, Qatar and, and Qatar. And so so thank you for, for that. And I wonder though for audience who might not be aware – 
of Qatar, Qatar, and certainly those who haven't visited, what, what kind of advice would you give to those of us who, who'd like to visit? Well, what's interesting about Qatar, so I've actually um, now worked in the Middle East in a variety of countries as far as filming, and they're all so different. And a lot of people will think, oh, you know, Qatar might be similar to this place or that place. But I, I'll say, like, I've found that every destination I've visited, it just has its own unique attributes. Um, but some things to keep in mind, there's a lot of activities that you wouldn't normally associate with Qatar that you can do when you're there, which we discovered. Uh, if you've ever watched my series, Travels with Darley, or my previous series, mm-hmm. Equitrekking, where I went horseback riding around mm-hmm, the world, mm-hmm. you'll know that I like to try to find adventures that you can do with local people and things that are active. And something that surprised me about Qatar was that I could go out and go kayaking amid mangroves. Hmm. So that was something I just wouldn't even have thought I would find in Qatar. Just a landscape that I didn't think existed. I thought of desert and I thought of Doha, which is this bustling capital city. But I didn't think that I'd be able to go out into this marshland and go kayaking. So for me, that was really, really surprising. And then, you know, a highlight was also swimming um, there in the Arabian <laughs> Gulf. The water was really, really warm. It's um, some of the hottest seawater you can find. So that was really surprising. But, you know, just thinking about times of the year to go, which is good travel advice. It's, it's very hot in June, July, and August. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. We actually filmed in September. And it was, it was a bit warm then, I would say. That's still a little bit warm. But um, those, you know, those are months you might not want to necessarily go to Qatar. But the rest of the year, is, it's a great time to visit. Um, and also something that a lot of people don't know, which I think is interesting, is that there's a stopover program that Qatar Airways runs. Um, I filmed in Iceland years ago, and Iceland Air was running kind of a similar thing at, at one point. And a lot of airlines do it for the for their kind of home area. You can stop over for a couple days. Um, you don't pay extra, but they have a, a unique hotel program where you can stay for up to four or five nights in a four or five star hotel. And the rates are like really ridiculous. Um, it starts at like it was 23 or 25 us dollars per night for you to stay. They have it kind of subsidized so that, you know, it's something, something interesting that you don't think of Qatar being mm-hmm. maybe a budget friendly destination, but if you're flying around on Qatar airways and headed somewhere else, it actually can be. So those are some tips and things that I think are interesting and, and something to keep in mind when visiting Qatar or thinking about visiting Qatar. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Again, that's a great tip. And and yes, I, I'm a fan, absolutely, of, of all your work, Equitrekking and Travels with Darley. I always enjoy the programs where you do enlist the local experts. And one of the local customs, certainly an important part of the Qatari culture, is falconry throughout the Middle East, of course. And I know you've had a chance to do some of that. And so what what did you learn about falconry in, in Qatar? Well, something that I thought, so I was out in the desert, and I went and spent a day doing something called dune bashing, which was really, really fun. You basically you go out in Jeep vehicles, and you drive over these massive dunes. And, and it's actually kind of a weekend and national pastime for the people of Qatar, as is falconry. So while, while I was out in the desert, I actually got to hold a falcon and, and, and just get up close to these birds, which are really fascinating, traditionally used for hunting. Um, but now, you know, also part of many families, a lot of families in Qatar, they have falcons. And it's, it can be kind of quite competitive um, getting, acquiring these falcons, but also like which falcon is the best. 
something that I thought was really fascinating is I went back into Doha after my desert experience and I went to a sort of falcon trade show. So this was like an exposition for falcons. So they had everything to do with um, falconry, everything from the gloves you would buy to coolers you might want to bring in your Jeep if you're going out in the desert to maybe hunt or, or work with your falcons or train them. So that to me was really interesting. And when I was there, I walked around with um, this, this woman who works with the trade show and knows all about the history of, of falcons and falconry in Qatar. And she was just telling me some interesting things that people that come to my event will get to see up close and learn related to falconry, falcons beauty pageants and how much it costs to buy a falcon, which will really, it blew my mind. I was like, oh my goodness. And then um, I was over at the souk and there was a, a hospital for falcons. And, and that makes sense. You'd think, you know, we have our pets and we have our veterinarian clinics. But I just, I thought it was really interesting. There's like a state-of-the-art hospital that people from all over the Middle East might bring their falcons to. Um, so little tidbits that I'll be sharing at the event. But I, I, w- I found the falconry segment and, and history really quite fascinating. Yeah, that does sound fascinating. I, I love the idea of kind of working with the birds a little bit and having them yeah. light on you. I, I just think that that's wonderful. So for for our audience who who might not be so familiar, what what is it about Qatar, Qatar that uh, of all the spots that you visit around the world that, that makes it special and unique and, and maybe highly recommended by you? Well, every place I go, it's all about the people. You know, the people make a destination interesting and unique. It's, that's really the crux of all the shows I do. That's why I believe that there's so many great stories out there in the world. And I found the people of Qatar to be extremely welcoming, really warm, very, very open to sharing information about their culture. I actually, there's a program in Doha called Embrace Doha, and you can go and learn about uh, customs, food, anything related to you know what 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 people wear, what you should wear. Um, it's, it's kind of an open arms program for travelers and people that live there too, to come in and ask questions and learn more about the culture. And I actually did a tour of the souk with a woman who works with Embrace Doha. And that was really interesting to even ask her questions that were a bit more personal that you wouldn't want to just ask someone that you didn't really, you know, know off the streets, but it was a great way to get to know, you know, more about the local culture there. Um, and I try to get as many places as possible because I think every place is fascinating and different, whether you're, I mean, I've been to the middle of Illinois and found amazing things. I've been over to Hong Kong and France and, you know, all over. But I think in Qatar, especially, I really enjoyed the desert experiences. Um, I delved into the falconry. The horses were fascinating. There's amazing museums. I mean, I'm doing this program coming up at the Smithsonian and in Doha, there are some awesome marvels of architecture that are both the local buildings and landmarks, but also the museum. I went to the new National Museum of Qatar. Um, it's Jean, um, Jean Nouvel, who's this award-winning architect, designed it. it he, he was behind the Louvre in Abu Dhabi. It looks like it's a desert rose just coming out of the landscape of this really modern landscape in Doha. And there, it charts the hist- this museum charts the history of Qatar. And something that was interesting to me being there was you would think, oh, well, people in Qatar must you know, know their history like you know, everybody knows your local history. But And as we know in the U.S., we not all of us know all of our history either. But it was fascinating to me that this museum was as popular for locals as travelers. 
um, because a lot of locals too didn't know all the intricacies of the rich history of Qatar because it is quite modern now in Doha. But there is this rich history relating to pearling and relating to gold and horses and falconry um, that I found really well encapsulated at the National Museum of Qatar, the new National Museum of Qatar, because it's it's very recently built. Um, and then, of course, like diving into the food. And also, it's it's the home of the World Cup coming up in 2022. So there, there are a lot of reasons that uh, we decided to go there now. Um, but... Yeah, I, I found that there was so much to dive into, like so many places, but a lot of really interesting things. And of course, the people were the, the crux of what I found to be the most fascinating. Sounds beautiful. We are with Darlie Newman. Darlie Newman is a uh, Emmy-nominated host, writer, and producer of the wonderful PBS series Travels with Darlie. Darlie Newman will be at the Smithsonian Associates Program Thursday, January 30th, 2020. It's at 645. We're going to put up links to where you can find out more information about the Smithsonian Associates Program with Darlie Newman and more information about Darlie Newman herself. Darlie, we really appreciate your time. I know you're super busy. I just have one final question for you. What is next for you on Travels with Darlie? Well, we've recently finished our 45th half-hour episode, which, I mean, I can't even believe because here we're rolling into 2020, but I I just started this show a couple of years ago, so we've been producing a lot of content. Mm, Um, Being busy. Yeah, very busy. Um, But yeah, this year I'm very excited. There's just lots of new travel adventures on the horizon, Um, more more destinations that I think are going to surprise people, much like um, this recent season that's actually coming out um, in February on PBS stations has Los Angeles, it has Qatar. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's a diverse season of, of places. We went to the Alsace region of France and over into Germany. So lots of lots of diversity in past seasons, but a lot of diversity coming up. Um, and a lot of people who watch the series saw me do a lot of adventurous things this year. I bungee jumped off the Macau Tower in China, which was crazy. I climbed the world's highest commercial climbing wall in Reno. I swam with sharks in Dubai. And I can tell you that happened this year and next year it's going to be crazy as well. So people can stay tuned to lots of adventures and then we'll eat a lot of good food to work uh, back into getting nourished after all that excitement. <laughs> and I understand at the conclusion of your program with Smithsonian Associates, there will be some light appetizers served. So this all just sounds wonderful. It's such a pleasure to be speaking with you. Of course, you'll be at the Smithsonian Associates program Thursday, January 30th, 2020. We'll, again, we're going to put up links. But what a pleasure. Uh, Dartley Newman talking about uh, Doha and Qatar and all of these great uh, locations and uh, places to visit. So thank you so much for your time, Darley. Thanks, Paul. It was a pleasure. My thanks to Darley Newman, Emmy-nominated television host, writer, and producer Darley Newman, who shares all of her insider tips on Qatar, which she curated while filming her popular PBS series, Travels with Darley. Darley Newman will be appearing at the Smithsonian Associates program entitled Travels with Darley, Exploring Qatar, January 30th, and we'll have more details at our website and at the Smithsonian Associates website, which we'll link to. And my thanks, of course, to the Smithsonian team for their help in supporting the show with great Smithsonian guests and topics. My thanks to you, our wonderful Not Old Better Show fans. Please take part in suggesting guests and topics yourselves and keep your emails coming to paul at notold-better.com. Remember, let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.